God knows we are tempted to put our trust in man, so he gives us funny stories like the one before us today. The passage is 1 Samuel chapter 9 and 10. It reminds us to say, God save the king. The text, a summary. There are three main scenes to the story. First, Saul looks for the sheep. Saul was a young, handsome, tall, and wealthy Benjaminite. He sets off one day to find his father's lost sheep. After traveling through many regions of Israel with no luck, he comes to the land of Zuf. There he determines to go back home without the sheep, as his father is likely getting anxious about him. But he hears there is a man of God in the city who can tell him where the sheep are. He doesn't have anything to give the man of God, but a servant who is with him has something to offer. So they head to the city. Second, Saul meets Samuel in the land of Zuf. With guidance, Saul crosses paths with the man of God. Unaware of who he's facing, Saul asks Samuel where to find the man of God. Samuel replies, I am him. Samuel told Saul not to worry about the sheep, for they have been found. After taking Saul to a meal and feeding him well, Samuel gave him a bed to sleep in that night. The next day, Samuel anoints Saul and tells him signs which are soon to come to pass. Third, Saul is proclaimed king at Mizpah. Samuel gathered all Israel at Mizpah. Samuel prophesied that Israel rejected the God who saved them. This is the very gathering where they would receive the king they asked for. Out of all Israel, God chose Saul's tribe, clan, and then Saul himself by lot. But when they sought him, he could not be found. 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 21. He was hiding among the baggage. He hid well enough that no one could find him. Israel needed God to tell them where their king was hiding. After God told them, they went and fetched their king. He stood taller than all the others, and all the people shouted, God save the king, 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 24. An uncomfortable realization. Imagine the Israelite family journeying home from Mizpah. Dad is deep in thought. Mom is in the front seat, a little nervous. Kids are a bit confused. Well, honey, what did you think about the gathering? Asks mom. Not what I expected, Dad replies. Why was the king hiding in the luggage? The littlest asks. You know, I'm not quite sure, dear. Mom comforts. He sure was tall and handsome, the young child exclaims. Yes, and I heard that he has even prophesied, another kid says. How did he do that? God sent the Spirit upon him, Dad encourages, to which the oldest child hesitatingly asks, But didn't Samuel say we are rejecting God? The family was silent for many miles. The passage is filled with humor. Saul was the new king who couldn't find the sheep. He didn't know the well-known prophet when he stared him in the face, and he didn't have anything to give Samuel for a guiding word about where his sheep might be. He was helpless and bankrupt, and in the end hiding amid the suitcases. Then there is Israel calling upon the very God whom they had rejected to save their king like the nations. You can imagine one of the Israelites, who was still a bit tuned in, saying, I hope the Philistines aren't watching. They'd be getting a kick out of this. Putting your hope in man is not only sinful, it is just plain silly. Why would you do it? I mean, if the king is going to take so much from you, as we saw last week, he will take, take, take. At least get one that isn't quivering over by the duffel bags. But that's just it. The ungodly king's cowardice and greed are connected. 
They go hand in glove. He's afraid, and so he must take more of your things. And this cycle runs in the very opposite direction with the King of Kings, Jesus Christ. He fears not, neither has any needs, and thus he can supply your need. Quote, Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. His breath goeth forth, he returneth to his earth, in that very day his thoughts perish. Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God, which made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that therein is, which keepeth truth forever. Psalm 146, verse 3 through 6.